On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end. And a very good morning, everybody. Seven minutes after four. Good to have the pleasure of your company this morning. If you're planning on heading out at the moment, 24 degrees in Sydney. Absolutely balmy at the moment. A variable 10 to 10 knots becoming south to southwesterly, 15 to 20 in the morning. Then tending south to southeasterly, 15 to 25 in the middle of the day. Seas below 0.5 of a metre. There is a 95% chance of rain. That is the state of play. Great Grant Boyden and Alan Blake with you in the studio this morning. Good morning, sir. Morning, Grant. Good morning, everyone. No Kieran again this morning. He's still on the sick list. Yes, yes. But, uh, he's getting better. We can't hear him, which is good. <laughs> morning, Kieran. <laughs> uh, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. And that's how West's uh, change has come through. I got Phil to go up this morning because of the port door open on the boat and the breeze was coming in coming nicely. Through. Did, had, did you have a couple of squalls last night? Didn't feel any. Didn't get right. <laughs> we had uh, we had a decent downpour up my no, way. No, yeah. no, no, there was nothing. No, all the decks were dry. No, it it, it came probably oh, what time? Oh, probably about six o'clock, six thirty or something. No, it came through. Yeah. No, no, didn't get any of that. Didn't last long. Okay, just a little one. Yeah. No, it's just uh, that's our wish. It's, it's puffing a little bit, but um, at the moment, Fort Dennis has got ten to seventeen knots from the south southwest. So, uh, and Kernel's showing 19 to 26. So that's up there. Yeah. Uh, down south, Bolambi, southwest at uh, 21. So, uh. are saying on Sydney Harbour, 11 gusting 14, but it seems very calm out the front door. Oh, it is in here. You're sheltered in here. <laughs> yeah, There's no problems. Nothing. And even coming across the bridge, there was nothing exciting. But No. No, I always use Anzac Bridge as a good guy because yeah. the flags on top of that. Or a great and that, indicator. And that bridge is only one degree off east-west, so you can see exactly what the wind's doing. And it's amazing how different it is 100 metres lower at water level than what it is up with the flags. Totally, totally. It's a completely different animal. And how good are you at reading flags at, uh, reading flags for wind speed? Oh, yeah, it's not a problem. You're not, you're not too bad at that? Yeah, that's not a problem. It's a bit of an art. You get, you get used to that. That's mm. an easy one. But uh, that, um, so I'm a sailor from old days. I used to grow up in Sabos and Thorpes and 12-foot skiffs. So sailing's where I came from. So you learn to read the the water very quick. Yes, very quick. <laughs> Speaking of sailing, we're uh, we're on the verge of history. Well, we, we've already had history being made okay. already, and it looks like it's going to continue. Of course, at the moment, the uh, Golden Globe around the world solo yacht race is underway, and for the first time in solo racing, a female skipper is leading the fleet. 
They rounded the horn oh, a few days ago and they're making their way um, up the east coast. And uh, Kirsten Nushifa, who's a South African, I've been okay. following, uh, looks like if all goes according to plan, she's 300 miles ahead of her nearest rival at the moment, but she has been really, really solid. Uh, throughout this uh, throughout this race, looks like she may become the first female to win a solo around the world. Yacht well, race. Uh, Wendy Tux won the um, won the clip race um, mm. around the world. Yeah. Um, so yeah, good luck to him. You watch some of the the Volvos and those sort of things out there sailing the around. The Volvos are court. crazy, Absolutely aren't they? Nuts. Like they they can't wait to get below, you know, South Africa and get out in into the roaring forties. And there's fifty not there's fifty you know foot high waves and forty five gusts on a cold, on an easy day. But they don't go above deck too often. They stay down below and do it all from down below. It's, I don't it's blame them. Yeah, yeah. I like sailing, but not that. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> nah, not my idea. It's the champagne spills. Yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't it's say that. It's quite amazing when you get down to the yacht out, out of the ocean, you get thrown around type of thing. You've just got to hang on all the time because you never know which way it's going to go, what's going to happen. Yeah, but, uh, crazy. I, I was lucky enough when I did the Hobart in 15, uh, the navigator on our boat was Sir Robin Knox Johnson. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. So, uh, wow, that would have been cool. Back, no, he's, he's, he's hardcore too. He's hardcore, sailed around the world many times. Uh, was the first person to win the Golden Globe. That's right. First, it's in 1968, it, I think it was. In, in a home built yacht. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, foot, yeah, massive. Lovely character. Massive. Lovely character. Considered a legend. Yes. Oh, he is. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was, uh, scouting through, I know that, scouting through Facebook. Remember the old cork? Hand reels. Yeah. There's a guy selling five of them. Okay. And I thought they'd be so good on the mantelpiece, wouldn't they? It's yeah. a bit of memorabilia. I yeah. might might pick those up. Oh, we've got a heap of Alvy reels up north at the holiday house. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, you go around all second hand shops, you find different Alvy reels. Yes, we'll have that. Thank you. Yeah. I thought oh, that's going back inside. That's even before my time. Well, otherwise, you should use a coke bottle. Never used a coke bottle. Yeah, coke never tried that. Right. They yeah. would be good because you could. Yeah, it can really spin around. It works. It works. Yeah. But, uh, there's no problem there. But what's the uh, tides for today? Oh, there'll be a high and there'll be a low. No, there's only a couple of each. Uh, well, at least one. <laughs> good on you. There was okay. some. There was some current running yesterday up around Pitwater, yeah. and uh, when the when that. I'll call it a, I'll call it a change for lack of a better description. When the wind picked up, there was a, a, a vessel motoring up pit water and he was into the wind and you could see the wake off the, off, off his prop. He was, he was giving it something. He was just going <laughs> nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> okay. There's a high at 6.14 a.m. 0.53. Nice. Um, sorry, that was a low. Yeah. A high at 12.15, 1.45 and a low at 6.11 tonight, 0.53. Mm. Mhm. So it's not too bad. Gentlemen's hours. Yes, yes. And then there's a high in the morning at twelve thirty-nine, one point six one. So that's not too bad. I think there's some rain tomorrow. They're talking about as well, and we'll find out. Oh, more. PJ's upset about that. Why? I was chatting with him on the way home uh, yeah. yesterday, and he's, "I'm going out Monday. I'm going out Monday, Monday, mate. It's raining Monday." It was just dead silence on the phone. <laughs> Actually, because he was driving, our, our phone call finished with dead silence because he dropped out, unfortunately. <laughs> it's amazing how many black spots there still are on the, on the highways. Yeah, I don't... 
I'm wondering if it, you know, I'm wondering if the service has deteriorated because I deteriorating don't that bad. or is it the amount of people that are using it that it's getting stretched? Could be. Well, yeah. Yeah, it could be, could be either or. It's like the internet, you know, Starlink and things like that, they slow down, there are more people using it. There's mm. only a certain amount of bandwidth. Yeah. And most of the phone calls now are done over the internet, aren't they? Yes. They're not done over copper anymore. Yeah, because it's cheaper. Ah. Cheaper. Do you mean we're getting ripped off for all these years and they're charging us for time calls and who you rang and what you did? Uh, having a look at what VoIP companies charge, we're still being ripped off, mate, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. And speaking of weird sailing around the world, there, I, I was telling you off air, and speaking of Starlink, yes. um, there's a sailor on YouTube who's planning in the next couple of months to sail around the horn and stream the entire thing live on the internet. I, I really hope it works because I'm going to be glued to that for a couple of days. He's got plenty of power on board the boat. Oh yeah, he's it's a, it's a bit of a trick toy. It's, he's not he, he's a well-known YouTuber and it's he's not struggling for for bickies. He's only yeah. about seven fifty US. Yeah, interesting. See how he goes with the mm. coverage and what there is. But I'd be more worried about the weather than what I would have been streaming when yeah, I'm doing well, It that. is kicking up down there at the moment, too, I've got to tell you that. It's 15 minutes after four. We'll take a break here on High Tide. On the Super Radio Network, talking sports. Back with the full team, of course. Gab Robbo, as per usual, will be fielding in left field. Peter Tunks will be holding tight up front. The top, Brady Patworth, to join us a little bit later off the bench. And yours truly, Grant Hughes, uh, trying to maintain some sort of semblance of reality throughout in the year of 2023. Good luck. The boys talk sports. Look, best three hours of radio in Australia, I've got no doubt about that. No doubt about that. Well, I saw you, Hughesy, on a bit of a Facebook clip they took of you yesterday, and I thought an immaculate man like you would be dressed in the nines, and there you were in a singlet with your guns out, and I said, good on you, son. Weekday afternoons, the boys talk sports. Yeah, look, I'm out bush in Queensland, and I just absolutely love your show. You were dearly missed, and I, I, I think you should be a law against you taking holidays, but anyway. <laughs> Have your say. Love your show, boys, and really, really appreciate every three hours of experience. Oh, Thank well you, mate. Done. On the Super Radio Network. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? Because they specialise in strata complex unit and commercial building repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists that you can trust and you really can trust them. They're good. So if you do need repairs or you do need refurbishments or maintenance to your strata complex or unit or commercial building, Network Construction Services are the leaders in remedial building work. Call Steve, 980856. Seven free. It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. 
visit australianmade.com.au. Hi, I'm Graham Hughes. If you need help managing arthritis, do as I did and try Arborvitae Joint Health. After I finished my football career, old injuries meant my life was full of aches and pains. That was until I discovered Arborvitae Joint Health. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms do persist, consult your healthcare professional. Go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U, or phone 1300-879-863. Everything you need to know now. Sydney's 2SM. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It's just gone 18 after 4. Fishing at the moment is absolutely on fire. Every, every report, every website you go to, they say the one thing over and over again is this is the best summer season that we've had in a long, long time. Now, you guys get out on the water a lot more than me. But Climate change. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yes, we are brought to you by the good folk from Shimano. Yes. Uh, but Alan Blake is brought to you by Blake's Marine. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> uh, update of forecast that are a little bit behind us saying northwesterly to or north to northwesterly ten to fifteen, shifting south to southwesterly during the morning. Well that's already happened, hasn't yeah. it? That's that's a given. Sea below one increasing one to one point five during the morning, then increasing one five to two meters during the afternoon. Ooh. Dual swell, southerly around one. Northeastly around one, cloudy, ninety percent chance of showers, a chance of a thunderstorm offshore. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting to note too that the models weren't correct. Remember yesterday, uh, as we were closing up the show, it said that the front was going to make its way up to around about Cos Harbour, then form a, uh, a bit of a low off Ballina. Yes. Well, it, it hasn't done what it was expected to do. So. I mean, that's it's the fun, fun thing about models, isn't it? That they're a good guide, but they're not always the, the, the answer to everything. Because as you say, it is the weather. That's right. And I was just looking for up north, uh, well, today for Smoky Cape to Seal Rocks, Larry McAnally, north to northwestly, 10 to 15, shifting south to southwestly, 15 to 20 in the middle of the day. Uh, so it is going to make its way up. It's just yeah, stalled. See around one increasing one five during the afternoon. Swell northeastly around one. Tomorrow there's a strong wind warning for uh, south to southeastly, fifteen to twenty five, reaching up to thirty offshore tomorrow night. Mm. There you go. That's getting there. And Tuesday's the same up to south to southeastly, fifteen to twenty. So we shall see what happens. And down south, uh, we're talking. And when I say down south, I'm talking Montague to Gabo. They're talking southerly about 10, increasing 15 to 20 in the morning. Seas around 1, increasing to 1.5 north of Marimbula during the afternoon. Swell southerly around 1, inshore, increasing 1 to 1.5 offshore south of Green Cape. Weather's partly cloudy, 60% chance of a shower. Mm. So that's not too bad. You can live with that. No, you, you could have a lot worse. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. A lot worse. When do the, when are the currents expected to turn around? That's the, the thing that I'm questioning at the moment. Because generally, what is it about mid mid May towards June that the currents yes. sort of turn around? Then that's good indication on how quick winter's going to come our way. <laughs> <laughs> when I have to when I have to get the, the thick wetsuits back out. Well, that hot current is still running down yeah, the coast. It's, it's not as prominent as it was, but uh, and it's turning around uh, just south of Ulladulla. Uh, coming back up on itself out wide. So it'll be interesting. 
But you go up to Queensland, and it's a completely different animal up there. Isn't it? It's been weird up there. Yeah. It sort of hangs off um, just just north of Brisbane, and from from Townsville, there's a, there's a decent current. Well, decent current. Uh, let me quantify that by saying, uh, you know, peaking out at about 1.3 knots. But from Townsville down to uh, Bundaberg, um, there's a bit of current. But usually, it's a lot stronger than that. Yeah. Well, if you have a look at it at the moment, it's um, swirling around Point Danger. Yeah. So that should be nearly the end of the hot stuff coming south. Mm, interesting. Which we don't like. I'm not going north for a while, so I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Talk, it's all about you, right? No. No. It is. No. <laughs> don't worry about the safety of things. Soon to be. Too true. That's what it's all about. A report from Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's Bait and Tackle, 42 Gordon Street, up at Port Macquarie. Saying the school Mulloway are on all the beaches, along with some solid tailor, brim and whiting. And uh, daylight hours is working the best there. Uh, rocks, tailor on most of the headlands. A few long-tailed tuna also from Hathead and Point Perpendicular. The estuary, the flat is consistent right throughout the Hastings. There's some good brim uh, up river around Warhope and off the break walls. Offshore, black marlin are still in good numbers. The odd Spanish mackerel and cobia around Plummer, but not in big numbers. A nice mahi-mahi at the fad and a wider trap, boys. Okay. It was interesting going down the coast, the amount of fads that are up and down the coast. Yeah. And it's about the line that you travel on type of thing, so you're dodging these fads all the time. <laughs> and you say with mahi-mahi, uh, what's the story with mahi-mahi? You've got, to, you've got to eat them pretty quick or freeze oh, them. Oh, yeah, they, they don't like to freeze. Yeah? Yeah, they go mushy. Yeah. Oh, okay. They go mushy. But they're not, they don't, like, go bad really No, quick. no, no. Yeah. Just, yeah, they just, just lose their colour. Lose Well, as soon as you catch them, yeah. they're beautiful uh, yellow and grey. Yeah. They go grey. Yeah. Br- Colour's gone. Um, but, yeah, if you leave them a couple of days, they're not real tasty. Oh, yeah, so they would catch too many of them. No, no. You just, well, you just all you want is enough to eat. And the other thing is when you're out of the fad, you don't have to be on top of the fad. They don't sit by the fad. Yeah. There can be a couple of hundred metres swimming around doing that. So you don't have to get push each other out of the road or, as the bubble blowers do, want to get on the boy and tie up to the boy and sit there. <laughs> the bubble blowers. <laughs> Oh. Push bike riders at the sea. <laughs> That's cool to hear it. <laughs> really? He likes his push bike riders, doesn't he? Oh yeah. He hasn't he hasn't launched off on the jet ski guys for a while, has he? I haven't mentioned them. That's why. Oh okay. okay. But look, a lot of the jet skiers now are fishermen as well. They're yeah. The boats are all set up for fishing type of thing. And aren't they cool rigs? Yeah. I don't mind them. I saw a saw a video of a, a jet ski um, getting attacked by a shark and. You could see the bite marks in the, in the ski. The, the shark just slap had a big go at it, whether it was bugging him or what. Um, but yeah, left quite a few big, uh, big teeth marks it's in the side of it. Interesting seeing those jet skis being made. Um, they've got a, a male and a female mile. Yeah. And they'll use, for example, it might be 120.2 kilos of goop. Stick it in there, squish the two together, and heat it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is done. That is done. <laughs> no, they're a, they're an interesting. I I must admit, back in the days when they first came out, the stand up uh, versions where Kawasaki super yeah, jets. We um hide some. I shouldn't probably say this, but uh, we hide some, and uh, the the restrictions on them were very very low because they were brand yeah. new, and particularly from the higher places. And I went out. You know, to the heads, and there was a nice swell 
going, so I thought, wave jumping sounds good to me, you know, <laughs> and nobody said anything, so I had an awesome day up there just playing around with them, they were a lot of fun, Yeah, they were a lot of fun, but I, I also, not oblivious to the fact of sitting on the shore with the family and having to scream at the top of your voice because they're... It's just like a mosquito hanging around your head, yeah. near your ears, I'm bzz, bzz, yeah. that's... Yeah, look, I'll... can they be muffled more? You lose horsepower. You just lose horsepower. <laughs> that, yeah, that's not going to play the game. No. Mm. And they like horsepower and they like fuel. Yeah. They do like fuel. Oh, they chew through that. Yeah. They chew through Look, that. Look, I enjoy a jet ski to go and actually did hire one and go for a run for 30 minutes, half an hour, an hour and say, that was great fun. I might see you in six months' time. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I'm the same. Yeah. I'm the same. But I can understand how others find, have got a great passion for it. You know, I mean, it's each to their own. Um, and if they're traveling, you know, past you or whatever, okay, that's fine. But it's when they hang around. Mm. It tends to drive, you know, and I'm not dissing out on them. I'm not having a go at them. It's, it's, you know, as I say, each to their own, each to their own. But they uh, do tend to break the train, the serenity. Yes. They break the serenity. They lose the ambience. The ambience. <laughs> Shall we uh, head south after this break and uh, catch up with Ross O'Brien? I think it's a good idea. Let's do it. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. I find it amazing today to read these stories regarding oh, these superannuation companies. I've got over $3 million in super. How on earth amass that on a wage? Unless you use BHP as an example. Those men that work there work bloody hard, filthy conditions. Mm. When they would have retired, they wouldn't have anywhere near. No, 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 they wouldn't have. Miners that work would not have anywhere near no. Gary Stewart. But I'm going to tell you a story. I spent about 10 years in Darwin. Anyhow, we had never had breathalysers and everything up there. And as you know, we always used to judge how far we had to go by how many cans you had to have. So like, you'd go <laughs> to Darwin the best thing. That was a six-can trip. He come back into the caravan and he said to me, you're just under. He said, I want you to go straight home to Humpty Doo. How lucky were you that your wife was with you? Yeah, we went straight to Humpty Doo pub and celebrated. <laughs> <laughs> this is Talk Tonight with Gary Stewart. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. Sydney's ultimate golf and lifestyle destination is Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With three separate function areas and an immaculate Par 72 championship layout, Twin Creeks is the perfect venue for corporate golf days or that special game of golf with your mates. To find out more or to make a booking, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or call Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club on 9670 9670-8888. If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option. And with all group franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All group franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgroupfranchises.com.au or call 0429 691 413. That's 0429 691 413. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, 
Our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM, 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only it is 29 after four. Time to head down the south coast and get an update of what fishing's like, been like there, not only over the last week, but yesterday as well. And Morning, Roscoe. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we? Oh, mate, wonderful. You're having a little stick with everyone this morning. Isn't that good? Oh, we're, we're working through. We're working through. We'll get we'll get most really? of the groups. Yeah, well, I've got one for you. You know what I uh, really laugh at? When the noddies are working with the politicians. Oh, the noddies are standing behind them when they're being <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. Some of them, some of them nod. Some of them don't. Some of them look happy. Some of them look sad. I wonder who in- I wonder who invented that. Who started that trend? Oh, so instead of interviewing someone, you got the. The, the Muppets in the background. It's America. Look, looking in America, every time they have a press conference, there's 300 people behind them. Yeah. It's, it's everybody getting their their yeah. you know, five minutes of fame, I suppose. And I, I agree with you, Ross. They're useless. Much, I don't know how much an hour you'd be on, but I reckon it'd be a good little number. Oh, true. You, you wouldn't be working very hard, would you? You'd I would nod now and again or shake when you don't agree. And you should ring up... Um, the Labor Council or something like that and find out if that's actually a job and how do we apply? Yeah. <laughs> We'd just like to stand behind whoever and just oh, nod and, you know, yeah. give give our approval of their decision. Yeah. It's amazing. I see some of them where they get a bit confused. They, they shake their head instead of nod and then nod <laughs> their head then they should shake. It's quite funny, wasn't it? <laughs> They, but they we might, rate him. Lance says rate him, you know. Oh, he's a ten. Oh, she's a two. They may have missed the line in the script. That could have been the problem. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Lose yeah. their place. That's right, mate. I won't tell you what my dad told me when I had the vote, but it might be a bit uh, rude on TV, on the radio. When you when you get me earlier one morning, I'll tell you the story. Okay. Mud crabs, you want some? Yes, please. Kieran wants Kieran some. Kieran I said straight to, straight to the lake, mate. Okay. They're apparently four miles out. I've got a photo in front of me. He's got a good door. There'll be six, uh, four there, actually. And uh, they're not small. Okay, they good. They are not small. But are they and, full of uh, meat or not? Well, this time of year, it's a bit funky, isn't it? Yes. Um, but, uh, you, you know, you're... You've got to try one to see, haven't you? Yeah. But um, also, good flathead and good brim. And that's all coming out of the lake at the moment. So there's more more than that there, but that's sort of the target species at the moment, which is excellent. Excellent stuff. Good, you, good having that in your backyard when you can't get out because of the current or the wind, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we did a photo here of Benny's old man, Colin. And he's got his flathead, his flounder and his brim. Oh, man, I love that guy. He catches so much fish, you know. He goes out, these guys are all spruking and up. Old Ned goes out and 
long photo on the website with all flathead, mate. That was real good on him. That was young Ben in his decade. That's his decade. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so the lake's looking good. Now, the, the beaches are, are the same, but not with the muddies, obviously. But I've got, uh, I've had word that there's a few more in my, or dollies as we call them, um, getting around in a bit close. You know, you're picking the odd one up, uh, away from the flat. Because this time of the year to get on the flat, you need a, uh, you need a letter from your mother and father. There's that many of them out there. Um, but they are getting them. And a lot of them they're getting just off the sand. Believe that? Okay. I couldn't believe that, but I seen a couple yesterday and that's what they got them. And I've noticed a lot of guys on the, on the clean up ramp don't know there's a size limit on dollies now. Um, I noticed a few there yesterday that, that uh, they, were, they, they didn't look to be long enough for me. Bit suspect. Yeah, yeah, to me, they did. I mean, it's, I think it's 60, isn't it? 60 something, same as the king is. Or it used to be. I don't know what it is now. But, uh, um, you might be able to find that out. Yeah, I'll we'll get that for you. There's no problems. Yeah. And uh, Snapper is still abounding too. They've got a lot of stuff. But the flatheads that are coming out are just insane. And they're all good. I was, uh, one guy told me, he said, crew one back all day. Yeah. All the rest were legal, you know. Yeah, you were right. 60 centimetres, only one over 1.1 metres. That's right. Well, this place got two in his photo. Mm-hmm. So, mm, so it's good to remember. Yes. Um, and um, slimies too, mate. They're getting plenty of good slimies for bait. Um, they've been getting them off the point at um, Slammer, uh, which is pretty safe at the moment, the low swell. And... Um, and oh, well, it was off, off the point, and they've been getting them off the beaches, mainly on the northern end, I suppose, this current, giving them a bit of stick, so they're cuddling up around the end a bit closer. Um, that's maybe why the Mai Mai have been in a bit closer. Yeah. Also, uh, the, the current's pushing them around. And I've got a top photo here I'm going to send you, and it says... I dressed up as a game warden yesterday and caught a ton of fish, a new boat, a truck, and a bunch of fishing gear. Yeah, I saw, I saw that one, yeah. I saw that, yes. Yeah, isn't that a ripper? <laughs> Until you get caught. <laughs> it's about 300 fish on the deck. Two, three SUVs. Nice truck. American, of course. Yes. Yeah. I'm surprised. I didn't think they had sense of humour, but... Obviously, looking at that, they have. Well, they have uh, a good sense of humour. They use uh, lead in their fish when they weigh them in in the, in the competitions, don't they? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's why uh, in Australia we started hanging them upside down because then all the lead would fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's my car keys. <laughs> <laughs> Have you found your car keys? 
just found my car keys. Just fell out of the, the mahi mahi's mouth. That's it. Ah, <laughs> uh, goodness me. But, um, yeah, mate, the, the fishing down here just seems to be quite good at the moment, considering that current. Um, I heard you talking about it before. Is it swirling around and coming back up, or what's it doing? Down by you, it's um, it's it's still going from uh, north to south, uh, down to oh, just off Ulladulla, and then it sort of curves out and does a little bit of a loop there. Uh, from Bateman's Bay, um, it's basically going to the east, and there's a a little swirl all the way down to Naruma, um, and then you know further up the coast. There's there's a decent sort of trail from further up down the coast, although it's a bit snaky. Uh, but down yeah. where you are. Um, and it's how, how how far off the coast would you say that would be? Um, it's it's a fair way off if you're just heading out, you know, and and, and hugging the coast. It's not going to be too dramatic for you. But once you get out, we're looking at about oh, just under two knots. Some some points just over two knots. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit savage when it's in close. We've got that little area there where it hits. Um it's Bass Point and it spins out a bit so we get a bit of clear zone there in front of Bass Point without the current. Yeah. Um, it's just that little patch there. There's some good um, snapper getting that little hole up there. But if you're going off the rocks, be very, very careful. Those swell can just pop up out of the blue there. Um, well, you don't see many guys lean uh, fishing there. They go around the corner a bit more. So... But if you're in a boat, that's worth a run up there. Just keep your eye on the uh, bottom because all of a sudden you could find yourself sitting in very shallow water there. <clears throat> Depends on the wind, of course. Um, on the front of Kayama, on among the rocks there now, uh, what's, what's the prediction per day? I thought it is. It's not too uh, bad. It's... There is a dual swell out there. Yeah, it's only 1 to 1.5, but yeah, south, southwesterly. Yeah, okay. Might be worth um, going in behind the rock pool, mate, the swimming pool there at Kalama. Um, if, if there's any kingies or anything nice around like that, that's where I'll be. They congregated in there, tickled with the current. So uh, with a subway behind you, it'd be quite all right. Minamara, um, mate, there. Yeah, it's guaranteeing fish at the moment. You know, if your dad catches a fish, you get your money back. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's unreal. Like, some of the stuff's coming out. Nigel sent me a photo yesterday of what he got. Must be down for the weekend. And, uh, he had some nice, um, uh, snapper at the entrance, mate. And the other place with the subway, which would be worth going to, is, um, um, oh, I can't be angry, huh? <laughs> <laughs> where they used to, where they used to push the cows off. When they were, when Kyama was first starting, they, they bring the cows down on the ships and they push them off into the bay. Okay. They, they'd swim out, they'd swim into the land and then walk up the big hill onto the farmer's properties. Uh, I don't know how they knew which one belonged to who, but uh, <laughs> uh, they're very, very intelligent cows down that way. They can read and write. So, um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of the name of it. Uh, I, I know it. Barnyard. The barnyard. Barnyard, okay. 
That's why it was called the barnyard because of all the skeletons of the where the, the, the cows. sharks have got them. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's worked there too, definitely in the suburbs. Out on the point of it, sometimes that swells, uh, swings around there. So just have a bit of a look for 20 minutes or half an hour before you actually go up there. Do a bit of, put new hooks on or whatever you got to do and just have a good look at it because sometimes, like I said, it does come around the corner. Surfers call it the boneyard for a different reason, but you can work that one out for yourself. <laughs> but isn't that, isn't that re- relatively a cliffy sort of an area? So where were they? Where was the farms? Like towards Jones Beach or, or something like that? Or the farms? That the yeah, the farms that the cows were going to. Uh, well, back then they had three uh, farms in Kiama. Yeah. Okay, so you divide up all that land by three. Oh, wow. That's where the farms were, mate. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, they, they used to go up. I've got photos here somewhere, actually. If I can get them out of the frames, I'll take a photo and send them to you. But um, we, I've got a beautiful photo looking down into the harbour when I still had the uh, the uh, bins where they used to put the gravel in. Yeah. And from the, uh, just over the road there, and no doubt, they put it in a big shutter thing, and, uh, it wobbled its way down into the ships. These photos of the ships actually side to side all the way across the harbour, and you could walk from one side of the harbour to the other on boats. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty, uh, I actually, the ashes for a lady 20 years ago and her, the gentleman's ashes he was the, la, the last skipper to, to take a gravel boat out of Kiama Harbour okay. oh wow yeah it was the one he finished and they had some terrific photographs and a lot of stories and yeah so there's, there's quite a, a history yeah. do they still ashes. still run the concrete boats out of there Hanson's no mate not anymore no not Instagram wasn't around in those days, right? No, mate, no. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, you couldn't remember what you'd done the night before you had a good night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all the coppers knocked on your door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, like, I know I repeat myself with the fishing, but that's where they get my fish, you know? And it's good stuff. Yeah. Actually, with the subway, you're going to have to fish in. You wouldn't go out the front rocks in a subway, even if it looks safe, wouldn't go there. This one will pop up one. The one's always bound to pop up and have me, you know? Yeah. Um, I like the pool to be good. Um, and as I said, Minamara's 
if you want to feed men and male seems to be able to give you that day one. So, all good. All good stuff. 1961. Roscoe? Sorry, mate? 1961. Was? The last ship that carried the uh, stone trade or blue diamond trade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, they were the ones that, that, that's when the gantries were pulled down about that era. Yeah. 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 But, like I said, at the pilot house up the top, near the, um, just near the, um, where you go to find out what's on, um, there's a little shed there and that was the actual pilot's house. Yeah. It's all done in sandstone. Beautiful old building. Yeah. And there's quite a good museum in there with all the details and photographs yeah. and stuff. They call it Bombo so. Jetty, don't they? Um, I'm not sure you got me on that one, mate. I've never heard that term. Just looking at a photo, right. and that's what it looks like. I remember reading a book on the history of uh, the area. Yeah. Because you can see the little island out behind it on the left. And Bombo Jetty sort of rings a bell to me, yeah. too. Yeah. Where was it? Where was it, Al, did you say? Yeah. Uh, Mokayama Harbour, really, isn't it? Oh, Shell Harbour. Yeah. Shell Harbour. Oh, Shell Harbour, yeah. Yeah, because you see the little That's island the out the left. the gantry is. The gantry's still there. What's the rest yeah. of it? Yeah. Yeah. You would have seen that from your... Um, yeah, did when I came in the other way, yes. Your, That's right. When you were having your... Uh, <laughs> little journey up the coast. Lights, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're talking you way further north. Maybe you're eating again now, or... What's that, sorry? Oh, yeah, I'm eating again uh, now, that's all right, yeah. I am, so I must have digested. <laughs> Actually, Bobby from Bexley dropped in and gave me some stuff yesterday and a cake that he, he baked, but uh, yeah. a little bit crispy on the top. He left it unattended for a while and the paper caught fire around it. But I won't tell anyone, Bobby, that you set all the fire alarms off for half an hour and all that sort of thing. I won't mention that, but thank you for that. We've got to go, Roscoe. Thanks, Roscoe. Talk to you no worries, week. guys. Have a good day, and I'll speak to you next week. Okay, bye. It's 12 minutes away from five. Hey, Gary, what time you call this? Yeah, the traffic was really bad. Oh, there's Steve-o. Good Steve. Morning. How's your weekend? Same old, same old. What'd you get up to? Not much. Are you okay, mate? Looking out for one another is something we all need to do. So if a mate's struggling, ask, are you okay? Listen. Encourage action. And check in again soon. Those four steps could change their life. Find out more at ruok.org.au. Here's New South Wales origin coach Brad Fittler for RAD. Get behind the wheel after you've been drinking and you're putting a lot of innocent lives at risk, especially your friends in the car who've trusted you to get them home. And knowing local roads and back streets doesn't make them any safer. So before you drink, plan ahead. Share a taxi, catch public transport, or arrange a designated driver who won't drink. The life you save might be your own. Rad. R-A-D-D dot org dot A-U. It's the early start to the weekend we all love. Thursday night, Rugby League, and this season, your Thursday night broadcast is driven by the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Going for the corner. Got it down. Where's the support? Doesn't need the support. 
the form Ferrari scores and Penrith Chris play of the party. Your weekend arrives early. Thursday night footy partnered by the award winning seven seat Kia Sorento. Got a boat or a jet ski? How good is getting out on the open water? Throw in a line, tow a tube or just soak up the sun. But what if something happened to your boat? Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. They're specialist boat insurers and have been around for more than 50 years. Flexible cover for your jet ski or boat, motor or trailer and gear all in one policy. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au. T's and C's apply. Check the PDS to see if this product is right for you. Go to the Club Marine website for a PDS and TMD. Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Broom View makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measuring quote. When it comes to the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel may assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff, Sore and Sorry stockers, go to loveallcollection.com.au or phone Ray 0406-671359. News, sports, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Nine minutes away from the top of the hour. At the top of the hour, we will update the latest news for you. Time now to catch up with Bobby Dean. He's out and about. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, gentlemen and you people. We are firing on all 12, which yeah, is dangerous. Yeah. As long as you're not a 16-cylinder. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, no, it's not a bad morning, mate. It's a good morning. I like South, South Wesley. It looks like we have a nice pleasant day. So, yeah. It is supposed to, well, not, not pick up dramatically, but obviously the winds are going to pick up in the afternoon. Um, particularly, you know, well out to shore about 18 knots or so is, is a constant wind. And against that current, it might be a little bit fun. Yeah, it'll make it stand up a bit. Yeah. So, um, Just keep yeah. you honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good for chiropractors, mate. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Too many days bashing in me, you know. You break tinnies. What's the fishing been like? What have you been up to? No, I haven't been up to it much yet. I'm heading out this morning chasing mystery perch. Nice. Uh, we'll head out. I'll wait for the tide to push up a little bit and go and change, chase a few spots. You know, you never, never know. Yep. There's been quite a few around. And some really nice fish. And very nice on the plate as well. Always nice on the plate. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, um, I was looking around. Geez, uh, uh, the mountain streams are fishing anywhere from the snowies right up to, you know, Ebor, the trout. So it's, uh, all reports are exceptionally good. Good size and good numbers. Beautiful. 
they take in what are they using for lures or bait there? Uh, mainly lure and fly. Okay. Uh, fly fishing is an art form in its own. Yes. One yeah. thing, learning how to cast and the like. Not the extreme craft looking uh, where to look for fish and then then they would, you know, select the right flies. And generally what I found, the smaller the better. Right. Especially in, in the, you know, the streams around the Blue Mountains. Yeah. Yeah, smaller dry flies, small, smaller nips, lighter tippets. And you, you'll have a ball. But, uh, unfortunately, yeah, a lot of the streams up the mountains, you know, have been raided by, invaded by redfin. But, you know, they're a tasty bycatch. I like redfin, do I? Oh, so do I. But, uh, actually, got chat on his mates who I finally got in touch with. He was at Town of Bingo and got redfin to 38. And he had mentioned about people, uh, putting sinkers in those fish. You now, this redfin actually had a rock in its stomach. <laughs> So how we reckon that would have went out? Yeah. I suppose that's what I, you know, a lot of comps, mate, they're gilded and gutted. So that cuts that problem out. Yeah. So true. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't heard any of Wyangle or Burundong or any of those earthquakes keep it. Uh, no doubt they'd be fishing okay. The only thing I heard, Windermere's going pretty much up there, but it's been fishing okay. Um, I mean, the Indian lakes are what I was going to say. Yeah, it's up, but apparently the oxygen level's fairly low, so. Is it? Yeah, okay. And out. I don't know if there's been any fish kills, but, uh, yeah, Laurie will soon find out he's going to be out that way. <laughs> he will let us know, be getting all ready for his trip now. He'll be already on the road, mate. Oh, he's 11 this morning, is he? I, th- I thought he was. I thought he was next so, week. Uh, this week. Okay. I thought he said last week he would have been on the road this weekend. Okay, we'll find out I after five. I could be wrong, wouldn't be the first time. Won't be the last. <laughs> Join the club. Yeah. Join the club. We were just talking about the wharf soon. I'm pretty sure it's Bass Point Wharf, not the Bombay Wharf. Oh, yeah. okay. That's the one we were talking about, too. Yeah. But, uh, another great fishing area. Yeah. It is. Uh, Bass Point's good for diving, fishing, everything. Mm. It's funny, in Sydney everyone wants to go north, but the south is sort of still very much untapped and there's some beautiful places down it's there. It's a little bit of difference in temperature come you know, spring and, and winter time. Oh yeah, water gets cold. <laughs> 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 hey, it's not just the water, mate. You get the westerly winds off the snow, mate. Yes. Yeah. Down south, yeah. And those ranges to the to the west of Nara do tend to funnel it and increase the speed of the wind coming up the coast as well too, which uh, doesn't help their tourism. I wouldn't have thought. No, no. There's so, nice wine around Bateman's, places like that. Yeah, I've been down there in winter. Oh, and you get that westerly influence. Bitterly cold, mate. Mm. But very scenic part of the country. Yes, both inland and coastal, and exceptional fishing. Well, Eden's a lovely place. Yeah, I've been there since I was a young fellow. I wouldn't know it now. It's worth the effort to get out and have a look. Mm. Yeah, it's a good drive. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was a chap with DJ, yes. Marimba's good. About getting over west. Yes. WA and that. I've been there for a long time either. 
You'd be surprised. But you need a passport to get over there now. <laughs> and Bobby, a lunch. We're going to go. The news is coming up. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I'll catch up with you next week. Thanks, Bobby. You have a good one. Bobby See. Dean there with uh, his fishing update and the fresh water scene and uh, interesting lack of oxygen out there in some of the lakes. Hopefully that improves for them. It's getting close to news time.